What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to some of our new sponsors to our podcast. So tune in. First off, I want to give a shout out to my man Louis Frangiosa at Lulu Banga Sports Cards. If you guys are looking to buy or sell sports cards, our guy Louis Frangiosa is the guy you need to speak with. This man has them all NBA, NFL. MLB, NHL, heck, he even has some WWE cards. That's right, any sport, if you want any of them, he got them. So give him a call. Check him out on his Instagram, at LuluBangaSportsCards. Or check out his sales account on eBay, at LuluBangaSportsCards. You can buy, sell, or trade any sports card. He's your guy for that. Or feel free to reach out to him. Just contact Louis Frangiosa directly at 484-318-5394. Check him out now. Patriotic Powerhouse. That's right, guys. Shout out to our man Dan Testa at Patriotic Powerhouse for supporting the Stoop Life podcast. Companies that are made to help others win, that is a company we support. And that is exactly what Patriotic Powerhouse is founded upon. If you are looking to run a charity foundation for your small business, Dan Testa at Patriotic Powerhouse is the one you need to contact for that. He will set you up with the best charity you have ever seen. You want a raffle? He got you. You want to do a giveaway? He got you. You want to run a party? He got you. He can and will make them the best charities you ever ran. So next time you're looking to run a charity for your business, give our buddy Dan Testa a call at Patriotic Powerhouse. You can find him on Instagram at Patriotic underscore Powerhouse or reach out to Dan directly at 856-535-1525. Shout out to our man Keith Andrews at Keystone Professional Cleaners. Are you guys by chance looking to keep or get your home or business clean? Now, I'm talking about clean, clean, like professionally clean, not half-assed clean like we give. Keystone Professional Cleaners are here for that. They provide both residential and commercial cleaning solutions. If this is something you or your company needs, reach out to Keith Andrews at Keystone Professional Cleaners. They offer weekly, bi-weekly, monthly services, as well as move-in and move-out services. Tile and grout cleaning, carpet cleaning. Stripping wax, spraying buff, you name it, they do it all. They are a full-service janitorial and commercial cleaning provider. They offer full services in the Montgomery County, Bucks County, Lehigh County, Philadelphia County, and Delaware County areas. Check them out on Facebook at Keystone Professional Cleaners, LLC. Or give them a call at one 800 403 94 Or if you prefer email, shoot them a message at Keith at KeystoneProfessionalCleaners.com. Again, Keystone Professional Cleaners. Check them out for all your cleaning services. Let's talk about cars for a second. You know, because we all have them. Well, mostly. And sometimes we need to get rid of them. Unfortunately, sometimes dealerships, junkyards, you name it, they try to rip you the fuck off. That's why we use our guys over at Narton Auto Salvage. They buy cars, whether they're running or not. They can be wrecked, junked, or just flat out old. They take them. Not only will they take them, but they're going to pay you more for your vehicle than anyone else will. They service the Montgomery County and surrounding Pennsylvania and New Jersey areas. Check them out on Facebook at Narton Auto Salvage. Or feel free to give them a call and get a quick two-minute quote on what your vehicle is worth and how they can pick it up and take it off your hands. They can be reached at 484-687-0131. Just tell them Stoop Life told you to come and they'll take care of your car. Picture this. You're about to go on your first date with the smoking hot girl you just met. You roll up and your car's filthy. We all know that's a no-go. We need to show up with the car looking brand new. I'm not talking about running through the car wash clean. I'm talking about professionally clean, sparkling, pristine, fresh. 
Well, don't worry about that because we got people that will make your car look even better than the day you bought it. Thanks to our dude, Dan Tudoris, and his professional car detailing business, Drag On Customs, our cars are always looking top of the line. Drag On Customs is a fully automated detailing company. They service cars, trucks, boats. They'll even do your school bus, cop car, or they'll do your airplane if you got one of those, because some of you do. They're located in Skipback, Pennsylvania. They service just about every county in Pennsylvania. And guess what? They'll even come to you with their badass mobile detailing van. They even have their own shop. So if you live a little bit too far away, you can go drive to them. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Drag On Customs. Or shoot them a call at 484-213-9392. I guarantee it will be the best detail your car will ever get. Mark my words on it. Now go... Give them a call and get your car looking brand new. Check out Dan Tudor's Drag On Customs, best in the business. I promise you that. Now that we have the selling and transfer of cars covered, as well as making them look fresh and clean, I think it's time we talk about repairing them. Because sometimes, you know, we get them cleaned up, but we got a little bit of damage on it that cleaning up can't settle. But it's not bad enough that we want to sell it. So we just want it repaired. It's time we talked about repairing them, guys. I see too many people driving around with chip paint, dents, and scratches on the cars and bumpers. But don't worry, people. We can fix that. Thanks to our sponsor, Mike McMonagle at Colors on Parade, they can make that car look brand new. Located in Montgomery and Bucks County area, they are a body shop on wheels. They specialize in fixing and painting bumpers, mirrors, rims. Any car issues that need paint, they do it. You got some scratches on your car? Need some touch-ups on them door hinges? That's an easy fix for them. They specialize in making those paint blemishes in your car go away. Making your car look fresh and new is what they do. So if you have a car that needs a bumper painted, a mirror painted, or any type of paint work that needs to be done to your car, reach out to Mike McMonagle at Colors on Parade. Check them out on both Facebook and Instagram at Colors on Parade. Or just shoot them a call or text to 610-618-9335. Get that car looking fresh, paint it brand new, you'll feel a lot better. So check out Colors on Parade. Niggas chasing cash, but you can't buy respect. Uh, sell your soul, spend your whole life in debt. Microphone checker, supreme neck protector. Got son, still keep a tech on the dresser. 10,000 hours or better, I never let up. Up 20 in the fourth, and still I apply pressure. The rulers back a minute for good measure. Foot on their necks whenever they try get her. Don't confuse me with a beginner. I spring train in the winter. I just want to ball a hundred summers. Championships right out the gutter. It's Let's get it. World, what is going on everybody welcome back to the best motherfucking sports podcast in pennsylvania if you guys don't know what we are yet well welcome to the club we are the stoop life podcast now today i want to remind you all that all of this content that we get is on youtube check us out on youtube at stoop knockout and most importantly check us out on facebook at the facebook group the stoop life where all the magic starts and ends where all the debates go, and then they come here. So check us out on Facebook, at The Stoop Life, because it's the best sports group we've ever seen on Facebook, created by your man right there, PJ. And with all of your help, we're growing. So please help us grow, and we're going to keep bringing you content and fun stuff for you guys to talk shit about and argue with each other in a fun-loving sports way. Fun-loving way, yeah. Exactly, exactly. No killing each other here like at Geno's in Philly. <laughs> it's, it's all fun it's all fun uh but yo uh we like doing these type of episodes that we're gonna do tonight because paul came up with them a couple weeks ago and we're kind of on a little bit of a binge doing them and i want to remind you guys that we're not having a whole year to prep for these we're not even having a month to prep for them we're actually doing these like two days beforehand because we come up with ideas and i want to let you know so we're keeping it fresh we're going as fans, and we might forget some things on the list that we do. So just bind with us. But that's the point of it. 
if we want to make the list perfect, then, you know, we're going to have to ask the Almighty up, up top what his list would be because, you know, he's the only one that knows. But today, today, yo, we're talking about top bald athletes. Bald, baby. I know we got a lot of bald people in the soup life. Yes, so do. shout out preps to you guys. And, Paul, we got, we got to tell them how we actually came up with this, con with, with this topic because I remember <laughs> – Listen, it gotta be, you know, they has to be bald and doing something. You know what I mean? They can't just be bald sitting at the end of the bench. Yeah. They can be bald, dropping passes, missing goals. Exactly. They have to be doing shit with that bald head. Yeah. Putting numbers, breaking records, filling up arenas, knocking motherfuckers out. Any of it. As a ball. Exactly. But I want to give you guys a little insight on how we actually how we came up with this subject. So me and Paul were having a conversation one day. I don't need to get into the full details, but I think I called him a little bitch. And he said, at least I have my hairline still. I was like, oh, all right. All right. Well, you know what? I was like, there's a lot of good fucking bald athletes, bro. So we're like, yo, that would be a good topic. And I was like, dude, that would be a great topic. There's a lot of good bald athletes out there. And we're like, there oh, is. Well, we're like, all right, well, well, let's make a top 10 list of it and do it on the podcast. Yeah. Like, yo, all right, let's go. Now, we put, the post, like we put the post up in the group for a little bit to get some of your insights on who you think should be on the list. So it changed up a little bit of our list because, you know, sometimes you guys thought somebody should be on the list that we shouldn't because of the criteria. So for the criteria for this list, we basically just said, one, were they bald? Two, how long were they bald for? And three, do you remember yes. them bald? And did they win bald? Because there's a lot of athletes that weren't bald their whole career and then were bald and then didn't do shit when they were bald. They're not counting. Later part of the career or retirement bald doesn't count. They had to be bald during the time that they were playing and when they achieved something. So that's what made the list hard. That's what made it hard because yeah. we're like, how do we differentiate some of them? So we actually have a top 10 and then we got an honorable mention. Now I want to start it off, Paul, by telling everybody that Number one on honorable mention is not on there because, well, technically he's not bald even though he's bald. And we got we got LeBron James as the number one on the honorable mention because we all know this guy's bald, but he got hair plugs, so we couldn't put him on our list. So I, we wanted to put him on the list because that motherfucker is bald, but he's not on the list. Who are some guys that you have, Paul, that are – on the top of your honorable mention list that we didn't put on here, because there's a lot of. First and foremost, my man Jason Kidd. Where do I even like? I gotta bring him out there first, cause I, Jason Kidd did have hair at one point, but we all know when Jason Kidd was putting the league on watch, absolutely with the New York Mets, he was bald, and it was very shiny. <laughs> so yeah, I gotta start with J Kidd there. Yeah, um, who else? You know, uh, let's let's stick with basketball since we're starting with basketball. Uh, another guy that I remember being bald that could have easily made a list is Kevin Garnett. Kevin Ooh, Garnett easy. had that shiny ass easy. bald head. Take it, yeah, take I mean, it. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think uh, a lot of people forget how good he was because uh, he was in Minnesota for the majority of his career. But I think if he would have left earlier, he would have been a lot higher on people's regards of top players ever because that guy was a force to be reckoned with. So I got him on there. Another guy I want to throw out there is um, is he's still playing right now, Chris Paul. You know, I, I remember Chris Paul being bald his whole career except, like, the first season he played. I feel like he was bald the rest of his career except for, like, that little – the first couple years in New Orleans, you know. Uh, but he, he's, he's right there for my list. He didn't make it, but he could have been on some other people's list. What about you? You got anybody else from the NBA that we could have had on the list that you remember being bald? The round down of rebound himself. We have to give a little special shout out to his Barkley. As terrible as they had looked, terrible. He was a terrible. He was man. Uh, he was. He's still. I, I I love listening to him watching. He, he's he's still funny, man. He could be on there. I feel it's like on my nerves. Though, yeah, I feel like a lot of old heads would have him on there because they really like Charles Barkley. Let's switch sports up, though. I got I got another sport I want to ask you about. How do you feel about Brian Erlacher, your rival linebacker, not being on the list? Because I, I was on the verge of putting him on all my list there because 
But the only reason I didn't put him on is because he's got hair now. So it's kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you cheated. You cheated. Yeah. It's like the, the fucker leaves Chicago, retires, and gets hair. Like, it's different. Um, <laughs> got the whole... I'm okay with him being honorable mention because there's a lot more bald athletes that were a lot better in their sports than he was. I'm not saying he's a, he's a Hall of Famer for a reason. He yeah. gave my team headaches for 15 years. So I I got a lot of respect for him, but I also have a lot of, like, bitterness towards him because – he did make my life hell for a second. For a good two seasons, they were the best team in that division and it hurt my life. They were. But it was, it was, it was led by him. Yeah. So I can't – they went to the fucking Super Bowl and, <laughs> and played in Indianapolis. I'm sitting there like, how the hell did they get there? But Brian Lecker is a major part of that. He was. And he's one of the best middle linebackers to ever play the game. Tackling machine leader. He was an athlete. Um, don't let him Don't let him get the ball in his hands. He'll take off. You would think he's a receiver. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Speaking I of receivers, I know you mentioned one earlier. That's ball that we don't have on the list. Jason Taylor. Yeah, uh, that guy could have been on there. See, I love those early, like, Dolphins teams. Like, with Patrick Sertain, um, Zach Thomas, Ricky Williams. Guys like that, like, but Jason Taylor is in the Hall of Fame for a reason. He's a sack machine. He was, yeah. was kind of like that. That hybrid. He wasn't the strongest guy, but he was six foot six. He knew how to use every limb he had. He did. He had man. fast hands. He threw off the ball fat. He, he was getting off. When he got off the ball, he was he was already beaten. He was so fast. I I, I love so, Dave like, Taylor. Yeah, he's great. Absolutely. Yo, shout out to his sister because we all know we all love his sister. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! It's a family friendly <laughs> show. <laughs> uh, but no, we got we got another guy that we completely forgot about, which. Honestly, I still don't think he would make the list, but we forgot about him late. Chad Otosinko. Talk about a guy. So, like, how did I forget he was bald? Like, I forgot he was bald. Same way, man. How, how do we forget about Ocho? It's no disrespect. That's why we're talking about him now. Man, Ocho, I don't think I ever seen Ocho with hair until he had that little, like, mohawk yeah. thing. And that was dyed. He had to dye to get He had to dye his hair to get that. So, man, Ch- Chad is, I think he was bald as a rookie. I, I, yeah, it's like, it's weird because, like, I don't remember, like, his head. I just remember what he did. And that that's one sport, like, football players, like, like football, you know, baseball and hockey, they all wear shit on their heads. They wear helmets and hats. And so it's kind of hard to remember them from being bald. You remember their stats and their plays. You know, so that's one thing. So speaking of baseball, uh, I, I want to make, make, make it known that this guy is – would be on the list for Philadelphia fans, but he wasn't bald the majority of his career. Yet I completely forgot he wasn't bald the whole his whole career because I remember him, you know, towards the end. I'm talking about Jimmy Rollins from Philly. Like he was bald too, but he wasn't bald when we won. This is why we're gonna speak about him now. J Roll was bald when we got that ring. Yep. It counts. It counts in my opinion. It was. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's why I remembered him being bald. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. He did have cornrows when I was growing up, and he won the MVP. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, that's right. He was great. Uh, another guy uh, we, we didn't really remember is uh, – I don't remember him as being bald either. Uh, Mariano Rivera, probably the best closer of all time. He was bald the last time, a couple of years of his career. You know why, though? Because he wears a fitted cap when he pitches. I mean – it, baseball players get a little pass sometimes, man, because they know how to cover it up. There's one th- I don't remember him for his hair. I remember him for his, the best walkout ever, like for, for a baseball too. player. Like he used to come out the hell's bells, come out. You knew the game was over. Like you ain't winning. <laughs> it, was, it, was money. it was money up until he played Boston in '04, but it was money. <laughs> That's true. We, we, I'm gonna talk about another sport too. Another guy that I absolutely hate this guy, but one of the best players ever, and he was bald. And it's, it was hard leaving this guy off the list for me because I think he's one of probably in his sport the best bald guy. And he might be like top five, top ten in his sport in general. But we're not really, I'm not really a fan of that sport much. I'm talking about hockey. And I'm talking about Mark Messier. Like he was bald his whole career too. Mark Messier would knock your fucking head off. He's, uh, I, we, don't, we forget these guys are bald because he, he's wearing that hockey helmet with that face mask. Yeah. It, it, I would have put him on there. I would have, honestly. I mean, but well, when you see the list, you'll be like, all right. 
you know, we got we got yeah. the list here. I didn't know who to take out and put in. You know, uh, we actually we we almost we had him and another guy on the list, and then you guys in the group were talking about two other guys, so we switched them back on. So we took we took Messi off of the list because of you guys. But fair, you know, I, I can't disagree with you guys. But Messier's not on there. Now we got three guys that we also had on the list, but we took them off because they were like seven, eight, nine, give or take. Uh, we got two soccer players. We got Tim Howard, who's probably one of the, the best goalie ever. Like, I remember I used to use him in the video game because you couldn't score on the guy. Yeah. You know? Uh, Very great. I remember, you remember back when the World Cup was, I think, what, four, was it 2014. or was it 16? It was uh, the 14 one. The 14 one, yeah. And how, like, vocal he was for that group, like. He was unbelievable. We're not known. Us USA teams are not known for soccer. Let's be real. Yeah. But no. Tim Howard was a freak. Listen, I, I remember when I was growing up, like, soccer was actually cool because they did the World Cup. It was actually fun because, like, you had the video games. You Same with hockey. Yeah. Like, you knew the players because of the video games. Now I don't know any of them because we're getting older. I don't play it as much. And uh, Tim Howard's one guy I do remember. Speaking of the World yeah. Cup, though, this guy might be my, he's my second. He's my second favorite soccer player of all time. He's not on the list because he got voted out by the group. But this guy, he's top five, top eight soccer player of all time. I'm talking about Zinedine Zidane. Now, one thing I remember this guy for, let me ask you. Do you remember watching the World Cup, the same World Cup Tim Howard was talking about when he headbutted the referee? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Full speed I, I used headbutted to have- him. Remember when ESPN had magazines? Yeah, he was had fun. That was the front of the magazine. And I remember being like, "Ooh, I gotta have it." Yeah, he Just got because it. it's like here. Yeah, he stopped. He literally stopped and was Yo, like, "Bow." He fucked that ref up. He hit him square in the chest. Like, oh man, he got banned. He, I don't think he was allowed to play in like the World Cup for like 15, 16 nah, years. Some shit. He was banned for like. Yeah, and then he was he old. Was, he got he old. Yeah, I mean. I mean, but him talk about talk about great players. My problem is like people don't realize how good these soccer players are, and you know we're not really a soccer group, really. But uh, he's a guy that could have been on there. And uh, uh, what about uh, the next guy? We got one of the most decorated champions in all of sports. No, I'm not talking about Joey Chestnut. I'm talking about the best. The glitter god. <laughs> Yeah, I'm talking about the best um, surfer of all time, Kelly Slater. Like, they made a video game off a guy surfing. Took the words right in my mouth. Yo, how fun was that video game, first and foremost? It was hard as shit. It wasn't fun. I couldn't do it. It was was popping. It was so cool. Like, he was the face of surfing. He was, man. I mean, extreme sports. You thought of Tony Hawk and you thought of Kelly Slater. Slater, Right off the bat. Those are the first two guys. When it comes to those kind of sports, Kelly Slater, absolutely. Got it. We should talk. We have to give a shout out to him. Yeah, Kelly Slater, man. Look at him up. We got like 11 surfing world champions. Think about that. That's one time a year. He won 11 straight. That's that's pretty crazy. Now, I, I don't know if like – I feel like surfing takes more of balance than technically. I guess that's athleticism. Just, I don't know. I, I feel like if you put him in other sports, though, he wouldn't have been like as good. But, like, for him to yeah. do what he did in that specific area, it's pretty phenomenal. Like, I wonder what the second Listen, number is. I would take Kelly Slater over BJ Penn any day. All right? I mean, speaking of BJ Penn, he's also very bald. <laughs> and, you know, he was, he was called, called the prodigy, but he didn't get no – no, he didn't fulfill his, pro, his prodigy. He didn't fulfill it. He didn't. You know? Didn't. Speaking of, of fighters, so – in the in MMA, who's the number one guy we left off the list from MMA? Because a lot of people don't think right about athletes bat. as MMA fighters. Right off the bat, right off the bat, um, when I think of a ball fighter, and you're probably gonna look at me like, "Wow, Tito Ortiz." When I think of a bald MMA fighter, it's Tito Ortiz. Yeah, me too. <laughs> How can you? Not? How can you not think think of any anybody else first? I mean, yo. I mean, but he, yeah, he was. That's true. T, everybody knows Tito. A lot of people actually watch it because of Tito. I, yeah. you know, he was now he was good, but whatever. I mean, uh, not, uh, a guy. Yeah, guy. I thought we left off was uh, Mighty Mouse. 
who I think he's, um, I, in, yeah. in our opinion, how we break it down, I think he's one of the MMA goats, like one of them. Me too. Uh, so I think he could have been on there. Another guy that is currently fighting, I think at the end of his career, if we redo this five years from now, I think Kamaru Usman and maybe even Alexander Volkanovsky will be on there. But I think I, I think, think Kamaru will definitely be on there. I don't see Especially if he goes up and wins 55. Yeah, we'll be talking about him. No, no, no. I, see, I, see I, I love Volkanovski, but I, I think he's beatable. I think if you get him to the ground, he's questionable. Ortega almost got him. But yeah, you, you can't did. get Kamaru to the ground, and you can't beat him standing up. So it's like, unless he moves up to, like, two weight divisions, I really don't see him losing. You know, so I think I he's going to be on there. He's awesome. You know, I, you know, I, you know I, it hurts me to give him props in the division because of GSP, but, I, like, he's a freak of nature, man, like. I, yeah, he's unbelievable. He's a beast, man. Yeah, I enjoy watching. He's get he got better every every single fight he's been in. I've seen nothing but progress. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So that's the honorable mention for you guys. Just give you guys an idea of who's not on the list. So now we're gonna start from number ten, and number ten is a guy that we've been talking a lot about in our group the last couple of months, and we actually did a debate with this guy. And that's why he's on the list. Because you don't think about wrestling without thinking about this guy. And yes, I'm talking about WWE. So everybody get the fuck up and go crack a cold one. Because number 10 is Stone Fucking Cold, Steve Austin. Now, yo, like, we, we couldn't not. This guy had to be on the list. He's a fucking athlete. Like, there's a lot of people out there, oh, it's wrestling's fake, this and that. Yeah, you know, it's scripted. But 90% of the it's stuff these guys do is unbelievable. Like, I, like we can't even do that to each other. Like, think about it, He's picking up Andre the Giant. Like, you can't. people can't even pick up their dogs. This guy's picking up a human being that's twice his size. That's fucking crazy, bro. You know? Come um, on, man. He's, hell of an he's, athlete. He's arguably one of the best wrestlers ever. Arguably. Yeah, arguably. It's never going to be a full-on... Like, even though in the debate, uh, Taker did take it. He did win it. Yeah. But Steve Austin's always going to be one of the most iconic ath- uh, athletes from WWE. Yeah, absolutely. He, he created the Attitude Era is the Attitude Era because of Stone. It really is. You know, uh, he, he, he left a lasting impact on wrestling that our generation still sees today. You know, uh, yeah, you know, he might not be the best, quote-unquote, but he's definitely got to be the most recognizable, the most well-known, what people know. You know, a lot of people look around, like, he still has action figures out. He hasn't, he wrestled, what, once in the last five years? Ten years, maybe? You know? He came back. He came back for WrestleMania. That's what I mean, like, yeah, I, I, yeah. you know. But, he, I mean, are you, as for our youth, if we weren't telling people to suck it, we were throwing that finger up. Yeah. We're cracking the beer, drinking, drinking, pop How many times did you <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he was phenomenal. I still, I still stone cold stunner, motherfuckers. <laughs> but I do to my daughter. Believe it or not, I, 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 my daughters have been stunner. Quite a few Gotta be. It's just part of the game. Gotta be. Someone disrespects you, stunner. <laughs> now, number nine. Number nine on the list. This guy is still an active player. I actually believe he is one of two active players on our list still. One of the two active athletes on our list. Um, the reason being he's still active on the list is because he's that damn good. He actually, this week, made the All-Star game for the MLB. He actually, this week first as well. Team. Yeah. The first ever DH. Yep. And he also... Is joining in the home run derby. We're talking about the man, the myth, the legend, the machine. Albert Pujols. Albert fucking Pujols. Now, like, the thing that this guy is still playing baseball, and I think he's probably 10 years older than what he says, is phenomenal. Like, (laughs) you might be right, though. Yeah, I mean, like, yo, I I saw a stat on him the other day. Him and Miguel Cabrera are the only players in baseball history to have over 500 home runs, over 2,500 hits, over, it was like a 2,000 runs and a 300 batting average. Like, that's how good this guy is. Like People forget about this guy because he had a, a bad year or two in between hitting 30 home runs, 100 RBIs for 11 years straight to start his career. 
Think about it. They yeah. forget about him because he went over to L.A., he took the money, and they just – he kept getting hurt. This guy's unbelievable. He's, like, he's probably, in my honesty, he's one of my top five favorite players of our, of this era. Like, I love Albert Pujols because every time that motherfucker came up, you knew he was probably going to get a hit. <laughs> in the East business. He was all business. Um, very likable guy. He was a World Series champion, and he played rookie of the year. He was at worst. He was NL, NLC, NLCS MVP too. The Philly killer. Um, he, he's he's a fucking Philly killed. killer. Killed the Phillies, man. No, no, no. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be able to hit 684 dingers in yeah. your life. The crazy thing is too, he's on. I, he's uh, he's right on pace to break the record for all times games played. So uh, I think I, he's going to break it. He's like right there. I think he's number three right now. He's not that far yeah, he's, off. He's not that far off. So speaking of games played, we got this guy coming up next that holds the record for most consecutive games played. And actually, a lot of experts believe that this guy will never, that record will never be broken. Like, he, he played so many games straight that, like, you can't even watch that many games without, like, you just didn't turn them all on. So we're talking about the Iron Man himself, Cal fucking Ripken. I love this guy, too. This guy was the epitome of baseball. He represented well. Yeah. Um, this is this is Brett Favre of baseball, right? I don't think people understand that. Like this man, nineteen-time All Star. He's been AL MVP, Golden Glove winner. He's he's done it all. I mean, he's still sitting at four hundred and thirty-one home runs. I mean, he's the epitome of a baseball player. Yeah, in my opinion, consistency, man. Like, one, thing love, one thing I loved about Kyle Ripken was how he switched his stance every time he was in the batter's box. He was a hell of a and he would do some freak shit. He would do some freak shit in the batter's box where he used to put the bat on his shoulder and play the flute. Play the flute. Boom. I, yeah, he's a manly yeah. guy, so he, he, he was, for his hometown. Yeah, he was almost on his end. You know, when we were uh, growing up, so when we were there, we were kind of like. I remember growing up, and I'm like, what's what's this streak? Like, who cares? What? He played 2,632 games straight. And I'm like, okay. Is, is that good? That is, you know, he's, he's 500 and some above number two place, which was also back then, which was Lou Gehrig. I'm trying to look up the the, uh, the closest active player to him, and I can't find Ooh. any. The closest active player to him is not in the top 50. And that's at about 432 games. So think think about that. Think about that, guys. He played 2,632 games straight. The next closest guy that's active is below 400 straight games. I can't even find it. So how many? 2,632. That's almost 15 seasons straight. 15 seasons straight. Like, how do you not get hurt? How do you just... Not have a sick day or a day that you want to take off, don't play, and you put up those numbers every day. Because I don't know about you, if I went to the gym that many days straight, I wouldn't be able to walk. Like I'd be sore as fuck. <laughs> like fifteen years straight. <laughs> Think about it. Like a, a major league sport, a baseball game. Mm. I'm talking about you're doing your your warm ups. You're doing your fielding. You're you're doing that base. You're doing that every day, and then going out and playing a game. Like that. That's like going to the gym every day for fifteen years straight. You know, whatever, you know, you get. You might get a day off, but technically the baseball game, you're doing all those stuff, you're three, four-hour workout. Unbelievable. It's phenomenal. You know, it's phenomenal. And I want to let you take the reins on the next guy we got here because it's your boy, and we ranked him yeah. here because of a reason. So who do we this, got? This man right here is somebody I consider the greatest football player of all time. Yeah. The greatest. I... I I had the honor to represent him in the debate. Um, I did it well, I, I would say. Um, Great debate. We're talking about the one and only, Jerry Rice. Look at Jerry. Look at Jerry with the stick and gloves on. <laughs> oh, here you go. Nah. <laughs> Man, like, nah. Jerry Rice is unbelievable. Actually, Jerry Rice had a stat, a uh, quote come out yesterday. And he said he believes that he, if he played in today's game, his stats would be doubled. And I actually agree with it because we broke it down on the podcast. You were talking about it, his, you know, the catches on average. And then we looked at it like the top guys this year. He was, he was almost half, over half of what, like, like a little over half of what, like, the top guys were getting. Like, he was getting, what, like 81 targets a year. 
where like Cooper Cup's got over three hundred. You know, like yeah, he, he was. Plus, yeah, he is because he got open, man. Yeah, now, now, guys, the reason Jerry Rice is number seven and not in the top three is because the majority of Jerry Rice's career was not bald. But I remember him as being bald, too. I don't remember him really with the dreadlocks in Oakland. And also, people from the group wanted Jerry Rice on the list, and he won a championship as bald Jerry, and he broke a lot of his records as bald Jerry. So that accounts for 94. 1994. He was bald, and he won a he won a ring at that time. So yeah. I mean, he deserves to be on the all time greatest receiver. Yeah, so. there's not much we we have to say about Jerry Rice. Everybody knows Jerry Rice. Everybody, you know. Uh, I one thing about Jerry Rice, I do want to say, I wish he would have got into like coaching. I wish he would have been, you know, or a general manager, kind of like what Elway did, because he knows the game, man. Like he yeah. knows the game. He I wish he would have got involved. involved. Yeah, yes. but like not like huge. I mean. You know, I, I wish, like, I wish, like, someone like him would have been, like, shaping, you know, teams in the league now instead of some of these guys yeah. that, like, you know, I mean, because it's weird. Like, you never see a guy like Jerry Rice as a wide receiver that becomes a coach. They're always, like, linebackers and linemen, defensive linemen. You know, they become the coaches. Like, he probably knows just as much about the game as them. I think he would do a phenomenal job. So, I, you know, I, I wish he would have done that, you know. Uh, like, Dion, Dion's coaching in, in college. I would have liked to see him do that as well because, like, imagine what he could teach kids. Not only about the game, but about life that comes with the game to these guys. Cause, yeah. like, that's the one thing that kills a lot of these athletes, and I think he would be able to help them with that. But on the field, guy was a freak. No pun intended to your debate. Uh, he's unbelievable. Uh, he's a, I, I take him on my team any day of the week. Now, next up, next up, we got a guy who, believe it or not, has one of the top-selling shoes in the entire world. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Yeah, uh, he's a smart man. Yeah, very smart man. Yeah, the, the, the funny thing is, everybody people smart. are crying about him right now too. People are bitching about him because we didn't mention him yet. So, you want to do the honors? Yeah. So, uh, number six, we got we got the guy, big man himself. You know, we got Superman, Big Diesel, at number six. Diesel. Uh, yo. One thing I want to knock about Shaq is this. I wish he wasn't lazy. Like, if he was never lazy and played at 100% his whole career, number one player ever. Like, would have been the most dominant would, guy ever. Who's going to stop Shaq? No one. Like, no one in any <laughs> no era. He's the most unstoppable basketball player I've seen with my eyes. Yeah, like, I'm trying to think about, like, in what era would have stopped him. Like, everybody likes to say, oh, Wilt was better. But Wilt wasn't, like, the, sh- the, sh- the shit Shaq did. Like, the aggressiveness, I don't, like, yeah, I don't know, like, if what would have held that. These centers nowadays, no way. No mm-hmm. way. Even in his era, like, he, I think he knew he was so much better than them that he just had to go out there and play 50%, and he was getting 30 and 12. But he easily could have got 30 rebounds a night, too. Well, absolutely. Big deal. A hell of a defender. So listen, don't go down the alley on, on the big man. Don't. Don't ever think you're going to go down the alley by yourself. On the big man, he's gonna either squash a shot, he's gonna throw a body at you. You're gonna be scared after that. Yeah. So, you know, Jack Diesel is unbelievable. You know, he, he's a he's a movie star too. He was in one of the worst movies <laughs> on record. <laughs> but the one thing we gotta give Shaq though, how much he loves people. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love Shaq for that. All bullshit aside, like Shaq Diesel is standing third. He loves people. He loves to do right by people. Yeah, and that's that's he's in my opinion, he 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 deserves to be on this list regardless of what number he's at. But he's at all the guys I'm looking at right now. He's number one in my book when it comes to you know doing everything else out off the court. I agree with you, man. Shaq, he will literally if he sees you crying outside of a shoe store, he's gonna bring you in that short shoe store and buy you very soon. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I see a lot of good stories on Shaq, you know, with with how he treats, how he uh, makes grew his kid, grew his kids up, you know, teaching them that not not about money, got to earn it. Um, and then he, he goes out. I seen one story on Shaq where uh, he was at he was at a car store, and I, I forget this lady had bad credit, couldn't afford nothing, and he bought him like uh, he had like ten kids, um, and he bought her he bought her like the big ass like ten seater car. She bought it for him. Like it's crazy. And, like, they asked him about it, and he was like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't do it to talk about it. 
You know, he he didn't like. I don't even know how they found out about it, and his comment was no comment. And I like that because like he got all the money in the world, bro. He's he's a multimillionaire, and uh, Shaq's unbelievable. He was dominant. When I think about my childhood growing up, one of the people I think about is Shaq. You know, big Shaq. I think about him breaking the how uh, they had to change the backboards because he was breaking them. Like that's crazy. Think about that. He's breaking them. Like they had them, they had them backwards for 30, 40 years, and he broke them. So they had to do the collapsible ones. Like that's crazy, bro. Like, I mean, listen. Like, you can talk about his bench presses and that, but like, that man's strong. Like that's somebody like I wouldn't want to get hit by. Now we're into our top five, and I'm gonna let you take number five because I think it's actually your favorite athlete of all time. One of them. Top. Top three favorite athletes of all time for sure for me. I consider him the goal to MMA. So, you know, when it comes to MMA, this man is near. He introduced me to the sport, basically. Um, Anderson Silva. Where do we start here with this Listen, guy, man? I if mean, you guys are watching on, on, vi- on video, this is what you should remember Silva by. Boom! Best knockout ever. Right there. Oof. That shit was on a video game cover. How embarrassing do you think Victor Belfort was that he was on a cover of getting front kicked? <laughs> He was roided to the core. That motherfucker yeah, right there are. had all the... Say what you want about spiders, silver shit, but that man right there was roided to the core. And Anderson beat this shit. He, yeah, that, that knockout was so pretty that it, it was quiet for a second. Like, I was just like, what just happened? Yeah, you know, like, one thing about Anderson, I honestly think he could be in the top three. If I'm not bullshitting. I, I, like, I, I yeah. think, like... It's speculative on if he's the best UFC fighter ever. No problem if you yeah. have him there. I like no problem at all, dude. Knocking people out. He was a showman. He did this and that for long as hell. Best streak. This and that. Title fights. But on top of that, he can box. Like the guy retired and he's boxing and he's winning and he's dominating and he's beating former champions. Like the dude might he be. He beat Julio Chavez Jr. Say what you want about Chavez Jr. But he's a knockout artist. In his day, he was a knockout artist. Yeah. Mm. My thing... Cool. Like, we talk about MMA, and then we talk about boxing. I personally think Anderson Silva is either number one or number two of best combat sports fighters ever. Like, ever. And like, one of the Gracies, maybe number one. Or, like, one of them other guys. There's another guy that has, like, 282-0 in, like, jiu-jitsu tournaments and all. Like, that guy's pretty damn good. He did karate. He was undefeated. Like, he was pretty good. Uh, he got some weird name. But Anderson Silva's unbelievable. Like, he did kick. He did all of it. You know? Like, and he's still out there and doing it. Everybody thought he was done. I was going to boxing and make money. And this dude's actually going to boxing, too. Like, he wants to get a title. He's not like the Paul brothers. This guy is actually good, and he wants to win. He fights people that don't throw their fights. I was just about to bring, I'll bring that up. The Paul brothers are avoiding him. They want no smoke with him. Because he'll fucking knock him out. Like, he'll knock him out. At all. Anderson wouldn't take that clause where he has to take a fall or something. or He's he, he's not going to be like, well, I'm not going to fight. If it's not a not, not knockout clause, I'm not fighting. That's basically how he was. I'm not fighting. Yeah, no way. And I was thinking for that. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's on a fight right now yet. Uh, he's just fought a couple months. He's yeah, he'll get on there soon. Uh. He'll probably fight Canelo before the Paul brothers do. <laughs> like, I mean, yo, uh, the only thing about it, Silva going forward in boxing, he has to learn how to actually keep his hands up a little bit because if he does start fighting these heavy hitters, even though, like, he's still impossible to hit, bro. He has the best head movement of any any fighter I've ever seen. Like, this shit's unbelievable. Nice. Like, I'm not talking about pure block. I'm just talking about his head movement. Like, his head movement, yeah, he got caught once or twice, but... Bro, it's it's unbelievable. Like the, the dude's unreal, you know. Now we're moving on to number four. So this is your favorite athlete of all time. Then number four is he your favorite athlete? And top three for sure. All right, so we got. He's nice. Honestly, he might be number one. Honestly, he's right. He up might there. be number. One. All right, so we got two of your he's top three favorite athletes on here, and I have no disagreement with them. I think the order might be a little bit different because these top five are phenomenal. And both of them could easily be moved up. I'm not talking about moving them down. I think either of them could be moved up. Now, this guy, we always talk about him a lot. And, you know, RIP, one of the best 
basketball players I've ever seen. And I, I believe, in my own opinion, like his greatness was overlooked while he was alive for myself and most yeah. people. I, I really I really yeah. do believe that. Um, now that we've been doing the sports group more, I've been looking into what he did. Unbelievable. And this guy, honestly, might be higher on the list, but half of his career he wasn't bald. And yeah, I problem. actually I actually asked my brother about this. I'm like, yo, how do you remember this guy? And he goes, with hair. What do you mean? I was like, he's bald. What do you mean? So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Mamba, Kobe Bryant, at number four. Um, you can you can talk all you want about him because I know you love this guy, rightfully so, man. Great player, great athlete. He's arguably a top three player of all time. Um, some might have him at number one. I think he was more skilled than Jordan. Um, and I'm never, even though I lost my debate, I did. I took my L, but <laughs> I think Kobe was more skilled player than Jordan, more willing to take the shot, better shooter. Uh, great defender, what ten all uh, all defenses in his career, five time champ, been MVP in them. He should he should have three MVPs. He should, he should. but could have I mean, he still, I can't say enough about Kobe, man. Yeah. My mentality. I'm mean, I'll say that looking that, at his jersey. Uh, I never fully understood the Mamba mentality until like I started reading his books and started reading his trainer's books, and like like Michael Jordan. Like you said, like he had that instinct too, but like Kobe was just like, I'm reading about him. He was just like, I don't know, he was different. Like he was, he was more like me. Like I relate to Kobe because I'm not the best at everything I do, but I'll damn sure put the work in to make sure I am. And I don't care yeah, if I'm I better do. than you. Like it's not about me versus you. It's about me versus me over here. And Kobe, if if Kobe found out one game where he would miss a shot, he'd go to the gym for six hours until he made an hour straight of these shots. Like any expertise, every single motion of what went into that shot or what went into that pass, whatever. You know, when he got older, he got bad knees. He worked on how he could land differently, how he could stand differently in, in timeouts, this and that. Like, and that that's different. Like, people don't think about that, but when they think about athletes, they just think about what they do. But the way that Kobe prepared sets him so much higher on my boards than a lot of these athletes. It's it's something we'll Listen, we'll be lucky to see studied, it again. Yeah. He studied uh, a shark hunting a seal to stop Allen Iverson. Do you understand? Like yeah. he didn't look at AI's game. He took AI's game as a slick guy like a seal, and he's the killer. He's the killer shark. He's he, he's the great white. That that tells you how much of a like yeah. a, a fanatic he was for like being competitive, like stopping you, like. I, like I said, I, I everybody knows how I feel about Kobe, yeah. so I can't. You know, like I don't think I need to. The one thing I do love about Kobe is I always thought it was crazy. They they said he used to listen to Halloween theme songs, like the Halloween Michael Myers before the games. <laughs> so yeah, I remember I read it in the book. Yeah, I read it in the book, and I started doing it before I went to the gym. And dude, my workouts were better. Like I was like, this dude's crazy, but like it works. Like you listen to that on your road, your your way to the gym. You're walking in, you're about yeah. to fuck some shit up. Like you don't care about anything else or what anybody says. Like you're there to dominate, and like it, it's weird. Like it worked though. Like I'm telling you guys, like you used to listen to Halloween, the theme song for Halloween, on replay before the games for like an hour, and then he, like he wouldn't talk to anybody. He would just play it in his headphones, and like it works. Like it works. Uh, I mean. Can't say anything else better about Kobe. But number three we got on the list. Number three. We got a guy who also wasn't bald his whole career, but we all remember him as being bald. Like, I, I honestly we don't, can say who Yeah, I honestly don't remember him having hair much. I guess um, I was probably, maybe, maybe I was too young or I didn't watch this sport, this boxing enough. But we're talking about arguably in Stoop Life, he got number two. But the number two Stoop Life boxer of all time, we're talking about, you know, the man that makes it rain money. Like, he literally makes it rain money. We're talking about Floyd Money Mayweather. Look at that, dude. He's just smiling because he just made 100 mil for that photo, probably. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, one thing that people hate about this guy, they say, oh, he picked his fights. I mean, yeah, to an extent, but he never really 
Some of his fighters, man, might have voiced it later in his career, this and that. But that wasn't all on him. You know, they got all nah. the... He, he brought the money aspect into this. Like, think about Tyson Fury and Wilder would never even make close to what they made if this man never did what he did in the sport. Never. Not even close. You know, you, you wouldn't be able to get Conor McGregor to do a crossover fight and make $100 million to fight him. Like, and he yeah. made it entertaining. That's how good he was. Like, Conor was trying to knock him out. And Floyd was like, nah, I'll make it entertaining, though. Like, that's how good he is. Like, Conor's, like, he can go in the UFC and kill people. He's trying to kill Floyd. And Floyd was so good yeah. where he had to, like, make it entertaining and actually get hit. And, like, that's, okay. how, that's how good of an athlete he is. Like, I, you know this. You've done boxing. You've done this. Boxing is not a sport. It's a game. It's an art. And for what these guys do in the ring is artwork. They are athletic as fuck. Like, like you couldn't put any of the other sports athletes into a ring and let them dominate like they do in this sport. It's just not going to happen. Like, it ain't going to happen. You know, that's how it's, it's just different. That's why it's not a game. Now, how do you feel about Floyd being number three? I'm okay with it because he, he did it his way. 15 uh, 27 knockouts. I mean, he made art. He made boxing the art, really. I mean, he he was making miss a shoulder roll. He had guys. He had guys. This next generation being like that. He had guys when uh, use that shoulder roll, use that, and and be a and be a counter puncher. Floyd is the honestly the best counter puncher I've ever seen. And I, I, that goes along with I, I I've studied guys like Cornell Whitaker that I that are great counter punchers. I think Floyd is a step ahead of that. He's the best. He's the greatest defense fighter of all time. Um, the knockout thing, I hate when people talk about because that's just that's just one third of a way you can win a fight. And if you're if you're getting on them for not knocking guys out, then you're a casual. Um, if you're getting on him for his style, if you understand boxing to beat a fighter like Floyd, you have to cut the ring off. So the fighter that he fought, fighters that can't cut the ring off on him. And can't land punches. That's their fault. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that uh, they didn't train. That they didn't learn how to do that. Um, he's like Da Vinci. He's like honestly, that's the if I can compare him to a, a guy, uh, something like that, historic. He's Da Vinci. There's he, he, he's a hard code to crack, and he's never been cracked. Yeah. So you, you brought so, up uh, if fighters couldn't corner them in. Now people don't realize that they know what Floyd's going to do. They have a game plan at camp for four or five months yeah. to prep for it. If they can't do it, then that's just how good he is. Because he, he, he makes long one of those things. I want to bring up a, a fight that actually he did get cornered in. He got put into the corner. And he still dominated the fight against my man Miguel Cotto. Miguel Cotto cornered him in the ring the entire time. And I remember there was a, a point in the fight where Miguel Cotto was just throwing bombs at this guy. I don't even know what round. He was just throwing them, bro. And, like, they literally counted the punches Miguel Cotto threw. He threw, like, 30 to 40 punches and landed none. And he was in the corner. He was in the fucking corner. And Miguel's just throwing. He's boom, boom, boom. He's just literally blocking everything. It's like, dude. And I don't know if you guys ever have been, like, punching arms and shit. Like, that, it don't, it don't feel – it hurts. It tires you out more than actually throwing. Like, your biceps and all get tired. And he, he was still not hands up. That's more like Dude, he, fatigue I, on you. Do you remember that fight? Like, I was like, yo, Miguel Cotto's going to knock him out. And then I was like, all right. Like, Floyd, Floyd fucking, like. You miss hitting Miguel Cotto with shots towards the end of that fight between 10 and 11 and 12 that Miguel felt. I know he was like, oh, shit, he got power right now. He, a, lot of, a lot of Floyd fights, like, you bring up Miguel Cotto. The first fight that comes to my mind when it comes to uh, Floyd Mayweather is the Arturo Gatti fight. And when I mean he beat the... I love Arturo. My favorite boxer is Arturo Gatti. So, seeing him beat the shit out of Arturo the way he did, he punished me. And it was nasty. And if if anybody ever questioned Floyd about tenacity in the ring, knockouts, and power, just go back and watch and see what he did to Arturo Gatti. A guy who didn't—he fought him in Atlantic City, where Arturo Gatti did not lose. He did not lose a fight in Atlantic yeah. City all the way up yeah. until that point. I agree. And Floyd beat the shit out of him. I mean, if you want to go even deeper, go look at what he did to Ricky Hatton. Yeah. I Killed. mean, he, 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 he ended his career. 
Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. One, one thing about boxing and knockouts people don't understand, there's two things. Number one, if you're not a heavyweight, you're most likely majority of the time not going to knock someone out. And number two, if you're not a heavyweight and you're not an elite fighter in that division, you're most likely not going to get knocked out. Because if you look at the guys yeah. that are in the top, like the top, 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 they don't get knocked out. So, like, nah. the, the guys that Floyd Nett fought were the majority in the top that didn't really get knocked out. So, like, people that sit there and question his power, look back at all the people he fought and look up how many times those guys that he beat by decision actually got knocked out. It's not that many. It's not that many. So, just look that shit up before you start talking because I don't like Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> you know, I, I, don't, I don't like him. And, you know, there's personal reasons, this and that. Awesome fighter, but... His numbers and stats and film and the, the fighter, it speaks for itself. Like, if you don't have him in your top four, at worst, number four. I'll give you number four because you got the Sugar Rays and Ali. But if he's not number four, yeah. you, you don't know anything about boxing or anything about him. Like, he's top four, hands down. Like, those four guys, like, I mean, you maybe you could put one other person in there here or there. But, like, he's right there. One of the best fighters of all time. You know, now we got we got number two coming up. Now, we just had a debate about this guy. And I want to say something about the debate. It's the fact that steroids don't make you great. They might help some of your numbers, but they don't make your talent great. They don't help your swing in baseball. They don't help your, your longevity in the game because, believe it or not, steroids and injuries are not related. It's been proven scientifically. It helps with healing, but it doesn't help with you preventing them. Actually, if you get on steroids, most baseball players are on steroids. That's why, like, in baseball right now, they actually don't test for HGH because the majority of them are already on them. And they actually want home runs. So this guy, we already know who he is. We got the home run king slash asterisk. We got Barry fucking Bonds. Now, like, you guys don't remember. Barry Bonds only remember for steroids and home runs. This guy is a top 10 stolen base guy. Think about that. He stole bases while he was on the steroids. And everybody said, oh, he can't run anymore. He won golden gloves while he was winning silver sluggers. There's only, there's only a handful of people that were leading the league in home runs that won fielding and were leading the league in stolen bases. I guarantee no one here can name them because they're back in the 1916s. That's how athletic this guy was, man. Like, I love Barry Bonds. Like, grow, growing up, I didn't like him because he was my brother's favorite player. I was actually, Believe it or not, I actually was a Griffey guy because I loved the Seattle Mariners. I loved them. Like, I'm not a huge fan of Barry Bonds, but his, his, his skill... It speaks for itself. Like, that was phenomenal. Like, I don't know what else to say about Barry, man. The dude was all around just athletic free. He's an, he's an animal. 12, wait, what do you have, 12 Golden Gloves? Yeah, 12. 12. 12. Listen, if you go back and watch Pittsburgh Barry and how freak of an athlete he was in the field, you'd be like, damn. <laughs> like, he, 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 didn't well, I, he had two working careers in my opinion. Absolutely. I mean, how can you have this guy in your top ten when it comes yeah. to ball athletes? Let alone in your top when it comes to baseball players. Yeah, the steroid shit. Up yeah, you know, I like, get it. Everybody I don't. Get, I don't get it. I personally don't get it because, like, we just talked about Anderson Silva who got popped for steroids twice. One before he got hurt, and one after. I don't find that relevant. I don't find it relevant because mm-hmm. it didn't make him be able to move his head faster and throw a perfect timed head kick. You know, it doesn't. Yeah, it might help you in one way or another. But, you know, like, people, like, don't understand steroids enough to judge them. Like, they don't realize that, like, if you're a college athlete, you're not allowed to take pre-workout because they consider that a steroid. Like, if you take some of the pre-workout I have, it has stuff in it that might elevate your testosterone to actually help your workout. And say you have a test, yes. a steroid test, you might fail. Maybe, oh, you're on Tranibol or T, T testosterone, when in reality it's just your natural hormones growing from stuff that you take. You know, like, they don't realize that they don't count that in. Like, a lot of people think creatine is a steroid when, in essence, all it does is add extra water to your body when your kidneys already produce it. So, like, we could sit here all day and talk about steroids and this and that. I think it's irrelevant, and I did a lot lot of data on why. And I I just think, like you just said, 
cut out the second part of his career. He's still a top 10 athlete right there. Like, he set yeah. the home run record <laughs> being bald, though. Like, people remember him as bald Barry. You know? Like, yeah. I mean, Pittsburgh, like I said, Pittsburgh Barry's in the Hall of Fame. I will say this, though. I will say this. I believe that maybe the only reason he actually ended up bald was because he took steroids. <laughs> like, he might not have been bald. Like, think about it. Like, it does. Like, well, there, there's two different correlations. One says you lose your hair when you, you're on HCH. The other says you lose your hair when your testosterone is lower. So it's like, I, I, there's no science on either of them. It's just, I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe he was bald because he did take steroids. Because I know some people that... Had full heads of hair and then went on some juice and now they're bald. And I, you know, I don't know. I mean, his head did get really big, so maybe like his hairline was a LeBron hairline. It was back by his ears. I don't know. Like, but regardless, like Barry Bonds, the things that he did on a baseball field speak for itself. Like, phenomenal. Uh, we got him at number two, um, and we have met number two for a reason because everybody already knows number one. I don't even think. It's an argument. Who's number one? Um, everybody should know who number one is. And if you don't, you're not watching enough sports. You didn't grow up. You didn't grow up watching sports, obviously. Yeah, like this um, guy's known for being bald. Like he's the epitome of bald greatness. Like he is. Yeah. Uh, we we got the man right here. Look, speaks for itself. We got Michael fucking Jordan. Michael. Did that guy Michael ever Jeffrey. have hair? Like yeah, yeah. What he had hair in college, and then. It, First, second year in the NBA, and then cut it off. Yeah, I mean, listen, that motherfucker was like the rock out there. He was shining up his head every freaking time out. <laughs> like, put lotion on my head. Like, shiny yeah. ass head, bro. This head was shiny and shit, though. <laughs> we was. do got it in mind. We said, like, the sweat went this way. He never went that way. I'm he telling you. He put lotion it was on. Weird. Like, it was weird. He must have done something because, like, he couldn't have put lotion on his head because, you know, if, like, you put sunscreen, it gets in your eyes, you can't fucking see. Like, I don't know. I don't know what he did. Sweat, it literally looked like the sweat went like this on his head. You know, his, his sweat knew he was that great that it ran away. But we can't block the it vision. Did. We're running away. It did. Yeah. I mean. But he's the, girl. He's the greatest basketball player alive. Um, Six-time champ. You know, not, we could talk about we could talk about the run the Bulls went on. With him, we could talk about the scoring titles, the proficiency of the man. But let's be real, he's an icon. He, what made Michael, in my opinion, so great, he took the game to another level Absolutely. globally. Yeah. Um, That's one thing he did what Larry and Magic did when making making the NBA like kind of a, a bigger sport. He took it internationally. Exactly. And that, that's why most people have him number one as well as his, his championships. You know, when people do debates about him, they forget to talk about how, how important that was. It's like I brought it up in my yeah. debates for like the UFC, um, talking about when I was when I was like saying it, like helping for Khabib or, you know, these other guys. Like he brought the international players over like Giannis, Luca, all of them are here because they saw the dream team. They saw mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. They start playing basketball because they saw that. And, you know, that is part of being an athlete, and he was the reason why that happened. And too, it's like, like him or hate him, whatever. I tell you to read some of his books, though, because like I said about Kobe, we will never see two guys that have mentalities like these guys, never. And like, people think, oh well, he had the mentality to play basketball. No, they had a mentality. Like Michael Jordan had the mentality to win at life. Like, it wasn't even about basketball. It was about life. It was about how do I be better every day at everything I do. Basketball is just one of that part, you know? Like, that's what makes him so great. Uh, so that's our list right there. We got – we'll go over it again. We got number 10, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Number 9, Albert Pujols. Number 8, Iron Man, Cal Ripken. What the hell is that right there? Wow. Number 7, Jerry Rice. Number six, Shaquille O'Neal. Number five, Anderson Silva. The Spider. Number four, Kobe Bryant. The Mamba. And number three, Floyd Mayweather. Money. Money. Number two, Barry Bonds. The great one. And number one, Michael Jordan. I like that list. Uh, I, I do want to say something before we leave. We forgot to mention him in the honorable mentions. We forgot to mention Kareem. 
We forgot to mention Kareem. Uh, Kareem was only bald for like two years of his career. So he doesn't count. Like I did remember him as bald because I was so young that I remember him now being bald. But uh, the majority of his career, he wasn't bald. Otherwise, he would have been in the top three. Yeah, he would have, he would have been right there. Yeah. Uh, but he was another guy. So for those of you, if you're, you're thinking, how the hell didn't you say Kareem? I just wanted to make sure you guys knew. Because it was, we completely forgot to mention him because we're talking about current players and stuff like that. Yeah. But other than that, man, yo, that list was fun. We'll be back with another list, another top ten. So, you know, guys, be ready for that. Uh, we're not going to do top non-bald athletes. That's too many of them. Man. Too many. Yeah, it's too many. Like, we'll get ripped apart on that one. <laughs> but, I mean. I mean, did forget, you did forget one person, and I'm shocked. Who did I forget? Your favorite person in the world ever. John Jones? <laughs> no. George St. Pierre? <laughs> He's not bald, though. He has a buzz cut. He got a buzz cut. Yeah, like, 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 it's like my hair. Like, my, I have hair. I just cut it. It's easier. Like, he's that. He's not bald. Like, I still grow hair. He's still, like, check him. He still has hair. Yeah. But look at I mean, he could have been on here, but I, I mean, yeah. It's just so, like, like, Silva, Silva was, Anderson Silva was shiny bald. Or GSP was, like, buzz cut. You can still tell he got hair. You know, uh, but he could have been on there. Uh, but there's a lot of guys on there that, you know, people think about, we forget. It's hard. Like, you can't even look it up on the internet and find enough people. Like, you can't even find them all. Like, every time I was looking something up, I would, like, search through something. I'd be like, it would pop up my, my thing. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> shit. I forgot. Like, when I was writing the list down, I was like, how? Anderson Silva. Because we're not thinking about MMA fighters. And then we're like, oh, shit. Like, how the hell do we forget him? Like, yo, we got to put him on there. But... I think it's a great list. If you guys are watching in the comments, tell us a top 10 list you would like us to do. Because we want to do a list that uh, we can involve you guys in that we think we would like. And we'll do anything. You know, we'll do anything. Right now, we got the uh, top sports movie of all time going on. Got a lot of debates with that one. No one, no, one agree, oh, yo, no one agrees on that shit. You know, uh, I don't but, think any. I don't think I've heard a single person agree with it. <laughs> no, but yet we had twelve people do the list. We could have had more, but I, I thought you know uh, there were some things on that list that I didn't agree with either. But I can't change it to accommodate me because I'm making it, and no one would know. Because uh, I had a couple movies that were on mine that weren't on there. Uh, a couple spots that were different, but overall I think it was fun. So like guys, every time the top ten. Me and Paul just do it. We just get a list and we kind of up with a list that we think is pretty pretty good for both of us. But anytime we do the stoop bracket list, we put posts up that we want all of you to join in on. Like it's all for everyone. Like it's fun. We do polls in the group and nobody else does that on their sports groups. All they do is post pictures, this and that. They don't post polls about brackets and shit like that. So join in on it. It's fun. You know, it's free. So join in. So other than that, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. Keep helping us grow because it's fun to have more people in there, different viewpoints, and uh, see all the arguments. So, Paulie, end it up, brother. Thank you guys for listening. Get straight to it without a stipulation. Can't buy respect. Sell your soul, spend your whole life in debt. Microphone checker, supreme neck protector. Godson still keep a tech on the dresser. Not for sale. 